Yes, Queen, welcome. Yes, Gaga. <laughs> oh, hang on. Let me go to the loo real quick. <laughs> oh, no. Was I supposed to get London's uh, UK slang ready for today? Because I for sure didn't. I was just going to ask if he'd watched the latest episode of The Great British Bake Off. What's that? Is that reality television? Oh, no, you didn't. Ugh, yes. You have to watch it's The Great. It's on Netflix. It's so good. Ugh. I don't have time to do any of this. Come on. It's so good. You would love it. Um, Maybe. <laughs> it's intense pastry baking. In a tent outside. In a tent outside of a castle. A majestic Uh-oh. ass castle. And this old lady that just, <laughs> I don't know, like touches everyone's pastries. Is that like, um, <laughs> is that like that Supermart cooking show with Guy Fieri? Wait, Guy Fieri? Is that no. his name right? Hell no. Fieri? Scratch, no. scratch that fool. That's trash. Like I'm actually talking about good like baking shows. It's like the same thing probably. I don't know. Just like a different host. Quality pop culture. You should check it out. I don't know her. Ugh. Sorry, y'all. It ain't gonna happen. You're Lame. canceled. I'm still, I'm still waiting for Dragula season three, episode six, to make it onto Prime Girl. Yikes, um, listeners! Everyone needs to bombard Seth's timeline with Great British Bake Off um, gifts if you're fans. I know you're Please out there. Don't. You really don't have to. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. Don't do it. Bye. Thanks for. Thanks for coming. Thanks for coming. Thanks for coming. Thanks for coming. Thanks for fucking coming. Boo, bitch. Hello, and thanks for coming, UK. My name is Seth. What is yours? Hello, Jamal's here. Hello, it's Stony. Hey everyone, welcome back to Thanks for Coming, the most magically gay podcast. We're back, back, back again, and we are saying hello to RuPaul's Drag Race and adios to our free time. Hello, (laughs) queens. We're back to slaving away, sweating on our mics for you. I'm kind of excited about it. (laughs) (laughs) Dripping glitter, sweat, and mascara. Yeah, I'm going to have to hire my houseboy again to dab the sweat off my brow as we record. Oh, yes. I need to bring back that very delicious towel boy. Mm, I miss Mm -hmm. Robert. Oh, (laughs) cakes for days. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Well, it's been a long time since we've recorded. What's been going on in your lives? What's new? Well, we've been very busy. (laughs) We're actually going to be moving into a new house soon. Ah! Oh my god! We can spill the tea. So we've been pretty quiet and cryptic about this shit just until offers and contracts and all of that were settled. So we're in the very final phases and it's very exciting. We literally found out today and we have two weeks to prep. Yikes. Y'all better start packing, girl. (laughs) Yeah, so the packing will commence, so we'll be busy with that, and then we will hopefully have time to still podcast about Drag Race UK. (laughs) I mean, we have to. We can't let our listeners down, so we'll probably be in our new um, attic suite with microphones or our fabulous dining room. I'm so pumped. Yeah, girl. 
But of course, we're going to leave you in the dark. Yes, very exciting. So I don't know. Tell your friends to check out at TFC pod on Instagram. Maybe you'll see some story action here in a couple weeks. Yeah. And tell them to subscribe and leave comments so we can monetize our podcast. So Jamal and Stoney can afford their house. Uh, <laughs> yeah. No, we'll be just fine. But you know, maybe <laughs> enough to buy us some um, nice crystal coasters or something. Mm, crystal coaster now coming to the stage (laughs) (laughs) yeah so that's very exciting i mean um we can't give you all of our business already but i think it's the perfect place for us it's in a pretty happening spot i'm excited for um just the overall vibe of the house it's very cute it's very us it was just meant to be very exciting we're all looking forward to the stories maybe you guys can um, make a house tour video Ooh, that would be a cute little video yeah like mtv cribs but igtv tfc cribs girl oh shit (laughs) the c stands for cribs reynolds gonna be like this is my room (laughs) it's like the fanciest like dog room you've ever seen with like like bejeweled like furniture and like yeah. No, he's going to just be running around the yard. It's massive. Yeah, just let me get the tub ready so I can have my Mariah Carey yes, moment. Yes, bitch. Uh-oh. I live. With the yes. water. Yeah. Bubbles. And I just like drown in my tub. Towering Uh-oh. bubbles. Please. Yes. Yes, girl. <laughs> well, outside of the house business, so um, some business for the pod, actually. So I think we're going to step out um, for Pride next season here in Indy. So I've been talking to local connections and I won't get into any details here because I want to do their um, organization justice and um, maybe even possibly get an interview from the founder. So um, looking at getting a booth, um, merch is coming, obviously. So just working our little TFC tails off. Yeah, I think I have a for our first drag queen interview lined up, possibly. Ooh, look at this growth. I'm excited. Make sure to subscribe. Good things are coming, y'all. That's right. What's been going on on your end, Seth? Well, I'm glad you asked. <laughs> <laughs> There's been so much going on on my end. I've basically been like an influencer traveling around for the last two weeks. Ooh, <laughs> do we have YouTube videos coming? Uh, no, (laughs) I didn't take any videos. Well, the videos I did take aren't suitable for YouTube, so. Oh. (laughs) Yeah, anyways. (laughs) Um, So, like, two weeks ago, I traveled to Tampa, Florida, well, in the area, to see my parents. And we went to go see The Who, me and my dad did. Those story clips were legendary. It was surreal we were on the floor like sort of like in the middle and like you could just see everything you could see them so close and they had a full orchestra traveling with them oh that's amazing um that's impressive i like that it was so cool i got to hear all the the good ones they didn't play my generation but i mean really there's so many good songs by the who that i i was not disappointed it was probably like one of the best concerts i've ever seen i love um to hear stories like that there's nothing better than a good live show especially for like epic artists and groups it's just a love it's a life experience every time it is and i did three of those experiences all in one week (laughs) wig snatched are you tired put your feet up i know so we went from the who on sunday to the next friday i saw vampire weekend memories 
Yes, after Fun. like 13 years since yeah. like my winning beer pong, like to Vampire Weekend's A Punk, like seven <laughs> times in a row. <laughs> too fun yes that was a good one and then i woke up bright and early the next day to travel down to portland because i was going to see angels and airwaves which features tom DeLong, formerly from blink 182 i really appreciate that too that's um one of those bands like um no shame y'all i worked for three years at american eagle so that's why i'm like a retail queen but um angels and airwaves they had heavy rotation in our playlist like they were always on those playlists and that's how i discovered them so i've actually seen them live before too but we weren't together unfortunately no this and this is i think either my third or fourth time but also my third state that i've seen them in because oh shit I, you win i've also i saw that seen them in new york city in los angeles and now portland nice i was in cali holla they were real good though so um yeah it was really cool especially the theater in portland was sort of smaller um i went up to the balcony they had a seated balcony and i went on the right side so i was literally like right off the side of the stage but on the on the balcony level so there was uh no tall people in front of me (laughs) i appreciate balcony views because um like if you've ever seen brought a broadway show listeners um i appreciate seeing like the whole stage and i like the same for when i'm seeing an artist especially in like a more intimate venue because you can see everything that's happening and don't get me wrong that like front row experience is amazing as well but i really appreciate balcony views at shows yeah it was super fun Um, I got to see some friends that I hadn't seen in a long time, like years. We went, you know, I saw our mutual friend Corey and we had a really funny experience when we went to lunch. Yay. Hi, Corey. (laughs) One of our faves, friend of the pod. Friend of the pod. He, uh, so we went and had lunch at Deschutes Brewery. Mm, That's good beer. Oh yeah. It was really cool. (laughs) Like we tried all things that like you don't typically see in the store shelves. Nice. Um, but so our server, like we were for sure, like he was gay, like tight pants. I thought he and Corey were like flirting a little bit. Like that's the vibe that I picked up. Corey's got a boot. I mean, it wasn't like, I know friendly flirting. Yeah. Just friendly flirting between gays. (laughs) It's like how you say hello. (laughs) Yeah. Basically we know the drill. (laughs) Yeah. And, uh, so then like, as we're about to leave, like we hear him like at the table behind us, he's like, Oh yeah. Like my wife, blah, 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 blah. And me and Corey just like look at each other (laughs) and he's like, are you thinking what I'm thinking? I was like, yes. (laughs) I love Corey for that because it's always like so hilarious with the way Corey reacts like his head probably just like snapped in your direction very quickly yeah we were yeah. just like lots of blank looks like us like our, you could tell like our minds yes. were like grinding yeah. very fluent and eye contact communication only <laughs> yeah that was a theme great. in our friend group so I'm glad to see that's still alive oh absolutely <laughs> <laughs> we were like girl <laughs> but yeah so that was really fun we went to um this other good brewery tin barrel and they had like a a deck like an open deck on their second level with Mm. a service area up there so we could just hang out in the sun nice uh that sounds like a good day sounds like a good trip it sounds like a a tour he was on tour basically i felt (laughs) like i was on tour girl 
three concerts, <laughs> three different states. It was wild. Yes. But um but yeah, so that was my uh my week <laughs> since uh last recording. Uh so let's go ahead and move on and we will get into RuPaul's Drag Race recap for episode one. Yes. Yes, gold. Uh, honest tea. Hey everybody and welcome back to the Honest Tea Spill of the Week. This week we are gonna be recapping everything about rupaul's drag race uk episode one yes mama the queen has arrived yes season one of the uk drag race who is excited i am so excited (laughs) (laughs) i'm more excited than stoney no you're not take it back Uh (laughs) uh-huh take it back no (laughs) okay i feel the passion Really, before we get into it, like, I just have to say that I was very impressed by the first episode. I think that we were kind of, like, critical or... Uh, maybe apprehensive is a better word about some of the queens when we did our Meet the Queens podcast. Mm-hmm. But girl, they're all good. Yeah, I feel the same. And we kind of gave that disclaimer as well when we were talking about, like, you know, what polish means to you as a viewer. But I think that sometimes the queens are hindered by the theme of the Meet the Queens looks. (laughs) So I think that's what happened here because that's not what we saw in the entry looks. Everybody looked great. They brought the heat. So, yeah, I was excited. Definitely. Yeah. This is going to be a really tough season because I like all the queens. So seeing, like, one go each week is going to be really tough. Not to mention it's a shorter cast just because it is kind of an an inaugural season. So it's going to fly by. Yeah, I I feel like after the first couple eliminations, like it's going to start to get like really hard really fast as far as just who's going to go home because they all bring something unique to the competition. Yeah, definitely. That's something we should talk about too because there's lots of varieties of drag and lots like a big age range too. Mm -hmm. Lots of newbies and then also seasoned professionals like um, have been doing it for like a decade. Yeah, I appreciate that. And that's something I noticed right off the bat. It's like a vast, vast range just across the small cast that we have here. But also Rue said it himself that the queens, um, they're representing what drag was and what drag is becoming in UK. So I appreciate that little twist too. Yeah, definitely. I really enjoyed seeing all of the uh, different levels of expertise. But I really have to say a lot of the baby queens really brought it, I thought. I agree. And I'm sure we'll get into it later, but... A certain baby queen may be one of my faves. Uh-oh. Is it Miss Kendall? Miss Kendall? <laughs> um, no, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, we'll get into that a little bit more later. So I guess really where we should start off our conversation today is with the entrances. Like, who stood out to you? We don't necessarily have to talk about every single one, but like, what stood out to you or who are your favorites? Okay, so clearly Crystal, um, punk spice of my dream, Barbie doll I've never had. I want it now. Um, is she in the mail? Because I have Amazon Prime. I <laughs> One day delivery, bitch. Yeah, I was, I was super into Crystal. Of course, we loved her Meet the Queens video because we love a dry, sassy, sarcastic queen. But she gave us some more color here, some more pop, a larger silhouette with that crazy hair. And I was just sucked in immediately by her. Yeah, I 
loved her look when she walked in and not only was the look good but also she was really funny like her whole line of maybe she's born with it maybe it's body dysmorphia yes (laughs) yeah I felt that. Yeah, Yeah, I was like, that's like, I don't know. It was just like classic, like drag queen right there. Like, (laughs) yeah. Yeah, 100%. I really have kind of turned around with Crystal. I really dig her vibe. And I I did like her entrance too. That line was really funny. (laughs) But you know who I really enjoyed right off the bat was Vinegar Strokes. Oh, yeah. I liked Mama Vinegar. Well, I say Mama, but that's just like, you know, that kind of she's she's going to be the den mother queen of the season. Not saying she's old or anything. Calm down, listeners. I liked Vinegar Strokes. That's an energy. It's kind of like she could be related to Tiffany Haddish, maybe, but she's from across the pond. (laughs) I can see that. <laughs> she was another one I was sort of apprehensive about, but after like her opening, I was like, okay, bitch, I'm on board. Like, we're on, like, Miss Vinegar, like, let's do this shit. Oh, yeah, 110%. I remember not being too sure and a little worried as well, but I was pleasantly surprised. Yeah, I was also in, really into um, the Vivian's look. Oh, yeah. I really liked hers because I was kind of apprehensive too about her just because I wasn't really into her promo look, but I thought she looked really good walking in she had like the over the top like evil queen laugh like (laughs) (laughs) that's my favorite thing about her i love her laugh yeah it's it's pretty like spot on for television like it's just perfect it's like put it on a soundboard and i also really really dug the fact that she was kind of poking at the girls it's like that shade that's just enough to make the girls kiki but raise an eyebrow hang on girls you know whatever she said this will take two minutes it was like oh Yeah. All right. Here she comes. Sort of like a little bit Lady Gaga almost, like Fae Monster. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I got those vibes. I could see that. Definitely. Another one I want to talk about is Cheryl Hole. <laughs> so I was not on board with her in the Meet the Queens. I am more on board with her now, but I am a little bit apprehensive because uh, she's very much Alyssa Edwards, <laughs> like the British version of Alyssa Edwards. Like we got the tongue pops, you know, definitely very like into her look. Like I'm the prettiest and very confident. Uh, very much so. You can tell that Cheryl Hole is um, polished. She's a polished queen for sure. She knows what she's doing. She knows how to serve. I wasn't too crazy about the entrance look. It was just kind of like basic fringe. I like what it was going for, but maybe throw some glitter on it. But I know we're, we're in the UK. We're not about looks i hear y'all but these queens are serving looks so we're gonna give them the critique okay yeah for sure also cheryl's definitely gonna be the shady one her and davina for sure will be the the shady ones oh yeah davina DeCampo is cracking me up um another one of my favorites entries was scaredy cat like i was just sucked in to everything scaredy cat was doing so i appreciated the little hiss in the beginning <laughs> You know, (laughs) (laughs) Scaredy Cat just cracks me up because in the confessionals and even when she's talking to the others, like she just has this charm about her to me that's just like it's so like innocent but also she's like super fucking shady so (laughs) yeah she is a little shady one too yeah yeah because she's just a little 19 year old brat like what do you expect (laughs) and also so naive too like oh maybe this isn't about experience maybe you just have to have talent or like whatever she said i know i laughed but i was also like okay bitch (laughs) foreshadowing but whatever girl also, she's like hasn't been outside in like t- 19 years because girl that's makeup 
Like, that's another thing I wanted to talk about, too, <laughs> is Scaredy Cat's boy look, because Scaredy Cat, I think, considers himself pansexual or bisexual, whatever. I think there's not really a label, but basically open to everybody. Okay. Yeah, I didn't know. Um, I didn't do that research, so I wasn't sure. I didn't want to misspeak. But yeah, Scaredy Cat has a girlfriend. She is a bio queen. Yes, Prissy Cat. Yeah, I think that's so cute. Is it? Did he say Prissy or Chrissy Cat? I think it's Prissy yeah, Cat. Yeah, Prissy Cat. With the P. Oh, I like that more. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> I thought that was such a cute name. Like, there's Scaredy Cat, there's Prissy Cat, there's, I don't know, there's room for more oh all the pussies i'm sure <laughs> yeah i just thought boy scaredy cat was so cute because um you know i like the more androgynous looks and i thought it was interesting that um someone that has you know is interested in women and not does not consider themselves gay definitely has sort of embraced the feminine aspects of themselves mm-hmm. but it like is used as like strength you know like as confidence yeah so i thought it was really cool like you know for for someone that doesn't consider themselves gay but to have like lipstick on and like a full face of makeup yeah i agree because it makes it makes people think and i do appreciate drag race for that you know say what you want about rupaul there's plenty of cast members on the show itself that helps the viewer push those boundaries and get you out of the comfort zones and learn more about other human beings and i appreciate seeing it and um also scaredy cat's boy look you know serving a, a nice deep bubblegum pink lip i can appreciate that so <laughs> yeah girl work. also i just really want to commend uh something wong because i re- also really like their entrance look i thought that it was interesting um like the message i know we knew that the um the name came from the fake news story um about a pilot but also i thought i thought it was interesting that he cho- chose to do that as like a sort of a like um social thing too to bring awareness to like all the little microaggressions like um this a-hole that just got kicked off of saturday night live for doing his like asian accent and like being racist towards asian people Mm -hmm. so i thought that was really interesting and and i thought that i liked her joke where she was sort of playing you know trying to play it off to like oh like me so sorry that whole joke i love that sass i appreciate that I really like something Wong a lot. I was sort of nervous about her, but I'm really on board. We feel the same. Yeah, I wasn't like super into her intro look, but I loved her runways. So whenever we get to that, I'll definitely be talking about that. <laughs> <laughs> For sure, girl. Okay, well, let's move on, though. I feel like we've covered a lot of the girls' entrances, so you kind of know where we stand. So let's go ahead and skip to the first mini challenge, which is a photo shoot where they are modeling their decapitated head. <laughs> they will be serving body, adi, adi, and face, face, face. Hair, body, face. <laughs> <laughs> Out of pocket. <laughs> We don't need a soundboard. It's fine. Uh, <laughs> what did you guys think? Like, um, who stood out to you or who didn't do so hot? Hmm, so, Gothy Kendall was just sad. <laughs> like, poor Gothy. Like, my goodness. I think she was going for, like, a sexy vibe. But Rue was looking for more, like, comedy. Yeah, because you can... Yeah, that's definitely what Rue was looking for. <laughs> but there's a way to even make sexy comedic. So, yeah, I don't know. Gothy, oof. I wasn't feeling it. It was just a little um, robotic and seemed out of 
like uncoordinated. You could tell it was just nerves, though. It was just yeah. nerves. I think it was a confidence nerves. issue. For sure. Well, I really liked Baga. I liked her mini challenge. I liked her, her little <laughs> line when she was getting on the floor. She's like, oh, my toppings is showing. Feed the beds. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was really hilarious. Oh, Baga. I definitely had to like turn on subtitles <laughs> because I couldn't like, because some of the like words, I'm like, what are they saying? So... I don't know. I had to turn them on to understand like some of the slang that I didn't like know what they were trying to say. <laughs> yeah, I I mean, I think I caught most of it. I'm sure some of it just flew over my head. But when Rue was asking like her, uh, when Rue was asking Baga, like, well, people know what a gob is. And it's like, yeah, we know what a gob is. It's your mouth. Like it's, you know, being loud. Like uh. that's was obvious. I'm like, you know, and that's really apparent because Rue's only like English reference she has is hello governor <laughs> yeah we are actually talking about that how it's interesting to see Rue on this side of the fence because um, Michelle's like a student of the culture over there like she just loves everything about the UK and like she's immersed herself in it and she as we found out she was um a co-star with Vinegar Strokes and everybody's talking about Jamie is that what it's called yeah, and she tours there too, like on all the the big Rue Girl shows. That's true. So she's been there before. And she was the judge on Ireland's Got Talent. Oh yeah, yeah. And she was on Big Brother UK. Like yep. she's done like so much shit over there. Yeah. Well, and she's doing Strictly Come Dancing now, which is over there. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's true too. So now Rue like is the one who isn't as familiar. So we're seeing Rue kind of have to work, and you know, it's different because Rue is so good at hosting the show. So you're oh, we're yeah. seeing her have to be more quick on her feet and seeing how she immerses herself and soaks it up. Yeah, and I felt right. like there was, I forget who it was, but somebody made a reference to somebody and Rue was like, I don't know who that is, basically. Was it the Vivian about um, the lady from Big Brother? Yeah, yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. And Rue was just like, oh, okay. <laughs> cool. <laughs> 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 yeah, I thought the Vivian was really good. Like, I really liked all of her different voices. I like that a lot. The Vivian definitely has that acting range. I think that that's going to be a strong suit for the Vivian. Oh, yeah, 100%. And I also like Scaredy Cat because yes. I think that's my like sense of humor. <laughs> I was just going to say that's just right in line with our friend group's humor. So I just laughed at that one the most. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was like so random like oh i think i just shit myself it's like how ridiculous <laughs> yeah that's like because she's like dressed up like full face and makeup like this like fancy woman and she's like oh i just shit myself <laughs> <laughs> but uh overall i feel like there wasn't a lot to talk about other than um you know seeing gothy not do so high mm-hmm. and who's the other one something wong i think was a little bit off with her line Ooh, sad. I don't even remember what happened. That yeah. can't be good. She was the one that she showed her boob and then said oh. her line, it would be difficult but not impossible to masturbate to. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's questionable. Yeah. I didn't quite understand that, but I do see that she has just tweeted that... <laughs> this just that in. This just in from Something Wong directly. So she was saying basically it was her polysexual slash bisexual mantra... Wouldn't you love to receive this in the mail as a postcard? And then she posted a picture of herself sucking her own tit. 
Yay. Oh. Okay. <laughs> so now you know. Got it. But um but yeah, other than that, we see that Gothy Kindall wins. No and... Scaredy Cat wins. Oh I'm sorry. I'm j- I was going on memory. Whoa. <laughs> sorry. Oh, I also like crystals. I th- I liked hers too. Like, oh you do this too if you could. <laughs> see that's like a that's an instance where it worked, where like with something Wong, it didn't work too well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But yeah, so uh Scaredy Cat wins the challenge. Correction to the slate. <laughs> yes, and everybody's shook because oh my gosh, the nineteen year old one hasn't even been doing drag for a year yet. <laughs> no, Davina was so shook. She's like, She's just been birthed. Like <laughs> that took me out. Yeah, that cracked me off. <laughs> that was I mean, I feel it too, because you know, like when you have so much experience and this like newbie comes blazing out of the gates with like not a lot, you're just like, um, what? <laughs> She's probably like thrown off a little bit. Oh yeah, I totally understand. I'll never forget in high school I was um like for a while I was one White of claw bitch. <laughs> Yum. Fucking basic asshole. Oh no. <laughs> your white claw in our fucking show. I haven't even gotten mine yet. Drug Race UK podcast sponsored by White Claw. <laughs> I wish, girl. Hell, I'd try my White Claw, my first White Claw, if they sponsored us. Yeah, this is not an ad. But in high school, I had the ability to hit a double high G on trumpet, which is just screaming levels. And there was a guy under me. His name was Justin. I doubt he listens to the show. But if you know him, tell him the story because he knew he knew. Ugh. I don't know how he would just get up there and I swear he like never practiced and I was like busting my ass to get these notes and he just would just do it. And it freaked me out because he wasn't like trying. So I think like, and maybe he was, but he told me flat out later, he was like, dude, I know it bothers you and I definitely don't practice. So those are his words. (laughs) Damn. Cool. (laughs) This makes me feel so much better. Thanks, Justin. I know. He said it like in a joking way, like he wasn't being a shit about it. That was just like his personality. He's like, I know this bothers you because I don't fucking practice as much as you do. (laughs) Rude. But that's Davina. She's like, hey, I've been doing this for a while, so I need to change something, I guess. Yeah, for sure. Let's move on to the runway, runway. First UK runway. Yes, mama. The first category is Queen Elizabeth realness. So they have to make a look that is from various eras of Queen Elizabeth's life. And then as they are about to go off, all of a sudden, Ruth throws a surprise on them. And they also have to do a second runway look, which is a... Uh, look to show why they are the queen of their hometown. Yeah, I don't know why um, Rue would not name this part of the runway Hometown Glory after Adele. Oh. Adele song, Hometown Glory. I mean, I don't stand her that closely, girl. I'm sorry. If it's like rolling in the deep, I got you. <laughs> <laughs> For those of you that know, you know. But no, this is fun. We get to see the queens bring out their personality, see what they can do, putting that hometown twist on it. And also, herstory. We like herstory on the show. Yeah, especially if it's drunk herstory. Yes. Yes. so let's start with oh well let's start with before we get into the runway let's talk about gothy kendall because gothy kendall is very insecure with her raggedy ass jagged teeth (laughs) oh how rude 
Uh, <laughs> no, it's not. It's, it's not their fault. I know. I'm just kidding. But I, I totally sensed that before we even got to this part. Yeah, because yeah. you could tell she was like kind of talking with her mouth closed and like being a little bit more reserved. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sure um, it can't be easy to like grow up with that because kids are little assholes and they'll say what's on their minds at any time of the day. <laughs> yeah. For real. I, I felt really bad, but I think that sort of like made me like her more. Be like, no, you got this girl. Like, yeah, your fears. For sure. Yeah. Like, I don't want it to sound like we're just shitting on Gothy because I, we totally get it. Like, Stoney said it right. The confidence got in the way. And it's just something that is not there yet for Gothy. I mean, I like Gothy. It's just, I think it was more. Just this episode in general, it's more of a confidence issue. Like you could tell like she was very uncomfortable being there and like obviously on the runways, we'll get to it, but she just didn't really have like a connection confidence in her walk. Really? It was more just like I'm walking and like trying to get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Definitely. Um, so let's go ahead and talk about RuPaul's look coming down the runway. I was blinded by the light girl. <laughs> Super neon. I mean, I was into it, but you know, I like a Scorpio leg being shown with that slick back blonde hair. I thought it was electric the entire thing. Yeah, I feel like we talked about this. Was it, didn't we say something about like the gloves? Like, I wish she had different gloves on because it's all just like, it looks like she has like no hands or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel like that dress like was so reflective. It's sort of like, emulated the season one filter (laughs) do i need to go back and rewatch? i had a really hard time like even just like being able to digest what rue was wearing because the lights shined on it so bright it was just like i felt i saw the lights in my eyes shining back all the way from england girl hi dios mio Sorry. I liked her hair, though. Her hair was fierce. Yes. Yeah. So first down the runway, we'll, we'll talk about the queens of their hometown first. So, Crystal, let's talk about her queen from hometown. What do you think of her? So, Crystal's was... So, I'm trying to think. What was Crystal's hometown? She was the party girl from East London. She had the large, blue, flowy, roughly dress oh, that said three-day yes, bender. with the pearl hair. Yeah, I liked that one. Yes. I thought that that was very cool because... um. The way she explained it, I mean, she wrote it on the dress, so it was like, okay, maybe that's little camp or two camp, however you want to read it. But I appreciated it because she was telling a story. She's like, this is how we do it in my hood. Like, we're on day three, we're on day four, you know, this (laughs) is how we look. And... (laughs) I also, we're still here for the party yeah and i also liked the her hair was um like the pearls or whatever because you don't really see that very often i don't know if we've really seen that much at all on drag race to be honest so i thought that was really cool we've seen more definitely of like not. the kind of comic book structured hair which we definitely saw on this episode as well but nothing like that it's it's very mermaid vibes too. the beaded hair For sure. The other thing that I really liked about the Queens of the Hometown is because we sort of get to know like what the various parts of England are like too. Mm -hmm. So with Crystal, you get to see like what East London is like with the um, like the party scene. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. So then let's talk about Cheryl and her hometown look. She was the, uh, she's from Essex and she was the one, she had the tan on in the white dress and the toilet oh, paper on her shoe. yes. I'm a Barbie girl in a Barbie world. Yeah, like legally blonde, basically. <laughs> yeah. It was so funny that and- the actor Andrew said, um, this is what my mom looked like when she was like picking me up and dropping me off from school because <laughs> they just yeah. had like a point to prove. But they said that Cheryl got that right. It was spot on because the local knew exactly where she was from <laughs> marching down the runway yeah for sure a little bit of the spray tan on her dress you know a little bit off yeah that was a cute touch that i did not notice the first time so i did not catch that until the second watch through yes girl then next we have some ting wong who came dressed up as a bull i thought that that was like fierce it was different unexpected but the proportions were right i think that with drag and and kind of cosplay you have to get the proportions right so the horns are right the nose ring was right the dress was fitted and you still had the womanly illusion so yeah the tits were right too Boom. yeah i really liked this look a lot i thought um something wong did a really good job like to me i love the the nose ring and everything so you know i love giant hair too yeah yeah and one other thing that we talked about in the meet the queens video was how her breastplate kind of just stood out and didn't really fit in very well so i really wanted to commend something wong because she definitely um put had makeup around her breastplate and it really just seemed like natural mm-hmm mm-hmm I'll second that. So she did. She really stepped it up. I think I really, really, really liked her for that aspect that it that it's she she took it there. Oh, yeah. I think that Stoney and I are both very impressed with something Wong this whole episode. For sure. So next we have Blue Hydrangea. Uh, we haven't talked about her a lot this episode, but she came out dressed as the Cranes from Northern Ireland, which is, I think, if I heard correctly, where they built the Titanic. Yeah. So I had no idea. I think that's a little fun fact. I was getting like Trixie Mattel vibes with the makeup, weren't you? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, definitely. Not like, oh, that's Trixie's makeup, but it looked like that could be Trixie, but I thought it looked pretty cool. I didn't really, you know, know that history, so it was nice to learn that. Like you said, learning about the different areas of the UK. Definitely. And I think another interesting thing about her is that she like has a very like strong nose contour. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was very interesting because in the past, queens like Magnolia Crawford have really been criticized for their like harsh contour of their nose. But for Blue Hydrangea, it really just works for her. Yeah, it didn't come up, did it? Not at all. Like, I feel like that's something they usually kind of go to. But I think the way she paints her face, it just really, like, is her style. It's, like, one of her signatures. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, let's pay attention to that. For sure. Yeah, I'm going to definitely be keeping an eye on that. (laughs) (laughs) So next we have Bag of Chips from Camden Town. Miss Amy Housewine. (laughs) Amy Housewine. (laughs) Yes, Amy Winehouse in the house. Uh, They said that Camden Town was well represented by Baga in this moment. She got it right. And UK culture listeners, I know like a ton of you Americans are learning just like we are. It would be in poor taste if we were to represent a fallen star like this. But in the UK, it's just like, you know, this is who they were. And this is how they were when they left us. And this is the gift that they are. They're the curse, however you want to look at it. But this is how we're going to honor them. So um, Baga got it right with this. Yeah, I thought 
I thought it was funny. I we hadn't really talked about Bag of Chips that much, but I I really like her so far on this season. Um, I thought her runway was really funny. I was actually getting kind of um James Mansfield season nine vibes from it. <laughs> um, I can see that. Yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah, I don't know. I really liked it though. I thought it was it was cute and a fun idea. Well, it was cute too because it was like okay, we're paying homage to Amy Winehouse, but it was still Baga. Right. Definitely. And if you remember to our Meet the Queens episode, I said I would like to see Miss Amy Winehouse as a Snatch Game character, and we've already basically fulfilled my goal. (laughs) Yeah. If anything, it's closer verification that we may see Amy Winehouse on that Snatch Game episode. Yeah. I'm excited. I do like Baga. I know we were a little bit weary of her, but yeah, she has a really like upbeat, like lots of personality, lots of energy. So I'm looking forward to her throughout the competition. Definitely um, Baga, I think, is a pre-poodle. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> oh my God. Just real quick in the workroom, it's cracking me up when Gothi Kendall was like, boy baga <laughs> drag baga or whatever but yeah same person same person because <laughs> she's had so much work like really she does look the same just without makeup <laughs> not not a diss but yeah. it was just funny like i was like oh yeah that does that's right yeah um, so next, let's talk about Vivian. Uh, so she is from Liverpool and came out in her Pete Burns look. What did you guys think? I thought it was fun. I thought it was cute. But my my eyes immediately went down to the feet. I get that the shoes are part of the outfit, but it's very risky not like wearing a heel, like maybe do a heel version of that moccasin boot. You know, it's possible. Put that RuPaul's Drag Race twist on it, you know? Yeah. Okay. I don't know. Like, is this bad that I didn't know who Pete Burns was? Yeah. Pete Burns is like really a gay icon. Oh, no. Well, I did not know who Pete Burns was. They're going to come for you, girl. But anyway... I thought it was really awesome the way that she came in and like was again like basically leaned against the wall. It was like super like punk. I felt like and she just looked I don't know, she, she looked awesome to me, so I really liked her look. Yes, girl. I liked it too. I enjoyed her um her androgynous look. I really like that type of drag a lot. So I was really there for the Vivian. Next up, let's talk about Vinegar Strokes. What did you guys think of her look? It was maybe a little controversial. Oh yeah, the river moment. Yeah. I think that it could have been done differently. Like, I don't know, maybe this was an opportunity to do like a bodysuit and have the river kind of flowing across the body suit and you can like sashay down the runway in a way that makes it look like it's flowing i don't know little embellishment somewhere it just looked like kind of arts and crafts but the makeup and hair was fine you know it did look i think that was my problem with it. it was very like arts and crafty like it was put together like you know last minute which I saw on Twitter that Vinegar said that her look that she had prepared for this was like not like basically she couldn't use it because of some licensing or something. So yeah, that made sense after the fact is like, Oh, cause that's licensing. probably why it was so arts and crafty. She probably just had to put some shit together real fast. Right. Oh. Cause her, her original idea was to come out basically, I think as the, the London tube system. So <laughs> it like showed all the stops. It was like this giant rectangle. Oh no. And a fierce blue wig with a blue look. I mean, her, she posted pictures of her in her, 
original look and I was so mad because like that original look was so fierce and I felt bad that she had to throw it together and come down the runway and what she had on. Damn, that sucks. So was it like um, a situation where like she has all of the street names printed or was this an opportunity to do some research and avoid the drama with that outfit? Um, well, I mean, she I think she did have all the stops, like all the names of the cities on there and stuff like that. So I'm sure like the whatever their their official tube system is uh, regulated by was like had that licensed or whatever. But I mean, how would you, I don't know. I don't know if I would have thought about that beforehand myself. I don't even either. understand what licensing problem there could be i don't know it doesn't make sense to me i know i it only does to me because i studied it to a degree but that sucks but definitely she could probably get away with redoing the outfit without the names on it definitely so now let's talk about it gothy kendall she's from leicester and i guess that is known for the leicester tigers so let's talk about her tiger look (laughs) it wasn't very ferocious i mean (laughs) i mean purr kitty purr like i'm so terrified (laughs) yeah scaredy cat was like maybe you should just let me do that Uh, i don't know like the problem with her like she kind of reminds me of like like you know how like i don't know when you would like play video games like on the n64 and like the characters like when they would walk it didn't really make sense like because they were just like blocky (laughs) and they just like didn't look natural like that's gothy kendall like it just it was like this doesn't make sense like what are you doing on the runway like you don't look like you belong there it's just total nerves like oh my gosh i've I've been there like i understand but uh it just it's so hard that secondhand embarrassment kicks in i forget the term for that but my goodness I'm just like, yeah. get through the runway, girl. Because the look wasn't, it was a little basic, sure. But if that personality were kicked in a little bit, maybe Gothy would have sold it a little more. But when you have a not a strong look and the lacking personality, it makes it very hard. Very much so, yeah. Uh, next, we have Scaredy Cat, and she is the queen of Wiltshire. I thought this was cute. We're seeing range with um, Scaredy Cat. Like, she's giving us different types of drag. I mean, it's still Scaredy Cat. We're seeing her signature kind of style, but all of the looks have been very different. Yeah, I enjoyed the... She just kind of looked like a witch or something. Like, yeah, like a woodsy witch. <laughs> like a woodsy witch, yeah. <laughs> to me, like the reference that I sort of got went right when she first came out was that she reminded me of Grizabella from cats the musical she's the uh the older cat that's like in the sewers um she's the one that sings memory in the second half of the show oh see i'm not like i'm not actually familiar with cats so i'll have to look that up yeah (laughs) well i've seen cats the musical a few times not the scary cgi one but um like on stage (laughs) (laughs) and i'm sure people listening will get the reference that i'm saying but you just yeah that's what she reminded me of okay okay i'm gonna look it up yes girl next we have davina de campo from west yorkshire oh davina mm. i'm trying to remember what her look was did you like alan carr want to blow on her trumpets <laughs> oh yeah I like this look. I liked, I don't know, maybe this is controversial. I liked the neck up. I thought that maybe, I don't know if the tr- the trumpets could have been like shorter to where they stood straight out. 
or something, but it was still enough to be like camp. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It was giving me like Lady Gaga, Alejandro, I'm going to like shoot you with my tatas vibes. <laughs> <laughs> I am a fembot. <laughs> yeah, girl. I can see that. I, I liked it because it was big and campy, bright colors. Yeah. I thought it looked very polished. It did look polished. Yeah, I can see what you're saying, though, about the trumpets. It was a little distracting. Yeah, maybe that's what it was, just a little distracting, because I didn't hate the look. Yeah, definitely. All right, you guys, so we're going to take a quick break here, and we are going to get some refills. I think Jamal needs another White Claw, and Ah. then we will be (laughs) right back with the second half. Shady boots. Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening to our podcast so far. Thanks for coming. Right now, we're probably refilling our drinks or maybe even gluing down our lashes again. While you wait, here are some things that you should check out. Yeah, remember everyone, you can email us, tfcpod at gmail.com and um, tfcpod on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Oh, and one more thing. You're not my real dad and you never will be. Anyways, back to the show. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to Thanks for Coming, the most magically gay podcast. Just want to take a quick second to apologize for being so late. I was uh, refilling my drink and also I was practicing my rars. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you're looking in the mirror. Yeah, I was um, doing the little claw thing, too, that that Gothy does. Yes. Yeah, serve pause the full up. illusion. <laughs> Pause up. (laughs) All right, you guys. So let's go ahead and move into our second runway category, Queen Elizabeth Realness. So first up, we have Crystal, who did a military look of Queen Elizabeth. I enjoyed this. You know, keep it simple, stupid. It was like really polished and it was straight to the point. You got the message. Um, The drag looked really good. The stage presentation was spot on. I thought it was it was nice. Yeah, I really liked this as well. I thought it looked really good. So good job, Crystal. Yeah, it really made sense for her because she likes to do androgyny. So it's like mm-hmm. Queen Elizabeth, but it's also like very, um, you know, recognizably one of the guards outfits. Yes. So I really liked that she did that look and I think she pulled it off really well. The silhouette was perfect. She had great personality while she did it. And yeah. I can't complain about anything. Agreed. Next, we have Cheryl Hole, who did Daytime Liz and her pink frock. Yeah, she forgot the bag. Like, everyone knows the queen always has a bag with her. So, what? (laughs) And the Vivian caught that shade. Well, she served that shade, I should say. She's like, it's a nice pretty pink coat isn't it or whatever she (laughs) said (laughs) but basically it was like all you got is that jacket girl (laughs) yeah i thought the look was overall like good it just not having a bag it just needed a little bit more it was basic for cheryl hole yeah and i don't think she sold it enough either yeah that too so next we have something wong who came out as the queen elizabeth stamp i thought this was so fun so different this stood out to me is probably my favorite actually because it was so out of the box and different and something's something i'm gonna get these girls names wrong now something wong sold it (laughs) really she did it was so funny how she's going back and forth and like changing the way she was looking like 
in the direction she was going. Yeah, I was about to say something sold it, but um, <laughs> she did. <laughs> I like how um, she was moving like horizontally too, just like I'm a piece of paper moving across the stage. So the just the concept was fully intact. Yeah, it was it was really good. It was one of my favorites for sure. I loved when she turned around and the lick it comment yeah. was on the back. So I thought <laughs> that was like perfect. So I was really impressed by Something's looks tonight. I was actually surprised she wasn't in the top. I thought that she'd win, but yeah. Yeah, she did really well. I think that she'll be a strong contender. For sure. So next we have Blue Hydrangea. And she was the one that um, was Queen Elizabeth from their one pound coin. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So Blue has been turning out some really good looks. Like Blue had mentioned when the show started, like at the top of the show, that she was the one that was good with the brush. So makeup queen, look queen. So we're, we know what we're going to get with Blue. So... This was a good look, a nice strong look. It was very blue hydrangea. I know she's going to bring us some crazy shit as the season progresses. For sure. I thought her looks tonight, I was I didn't hate them, but I didn't love them either. Yeah. I thought like her the coin look was okay, but it was not as good as like the concept that something Wong did, obviously. Right. So right. I don't know. I just thought it was okay. I thought it was kind of creative how she did like the divider so that if she turned her head, it looked like the coin. And also too, another thing that she said at the start of the show was that she's always blue. And if you like really looked close, like she put her face on and it was like a blue silver. So she kind of kept it incorporated still. Oh, interesting. I didn't catch that. Yeah, it definitely had a little tinge of like blue to her silver. Cause see, I remember blue saying that about it's always blue, but I guess I just perceived that as like, oh, personality will always be there. Yeah, it could be too. You know, I'm sure we'll see some diversity throughout the season. Oh yeah. So next is bag of chips. Um, she came out as 1970s Queen Elizabeth, and I thought her looked was very similar to Cheryl Hole's look, but a little bit better. Yeah, it was a little more um, elevated. I liked the texture of the jacket. I liked that the character was there, but like Michelle said, why are you acting 70? Like, just a little more pep in your step, but I thought it was also so hilarious how um, Baga mentioned Umbridge from Harry Potter. Yeah. Because I immediately thought, oh my gosh, that's Professor Umbridge on stage. Like, as soon as Baga turned the corner. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I... I was laughing because it kind of reminded me of like Golden Girls, like (laughs) was like walking out there, like just because the lost sister, yeah, yeah, or like Mama, the Mama's family, yeah, yeah, for Mama's family, yeah. So next, let's talk about the Vivian who came out as the Huntress, Queen Elizabeth. Listen, the Vivian just must have like a lot of flats because Rue, it was enough for Rue to get on the Vivian's case. Like creative, like no one else is going to do that. Um, That's not what I think of when I think of the queen. So yeah, but that's very much something she does. So I appreciate where Vivian's coming from. But again, we have to put that drag race spin on it. So like sneak a heel in there, even if it's like a Ezra Miller kind of like man heel, like, you know... <laughs> Yeah, yeah I w- something. I wasn't as high on this look as the judges were. I don't know. 
I just felt like <laughs> it was, I don't know, a little overrated by the judges. I'm like, it wasn't that great. I like the concept. The execution wasn't there for me. I really like the look and I think what really sold it for me is because so she came out as this um, older lady huntress like kind of like a very downplayed outfit but what really made it funny to me is her personality like when she was like flossing on the runway so she was like you know poking fun at herself like she wasn't taking it so seriously. Yeah which we know Rue lives by that so like we can appreciate that too but I think it's just the kind of classic drag race viewership and us looking for those little notes. For sure. Next, let's talk about Vinegar Strokes. Uh, She was also from the 1970s, and um, she had a nice uh, yellow outfit on. (laughs) Um, It wasn't complete fail. It was just the gown definitely needed to be a little longer. Um, Maybe different hair under the hair, under the headpiece. Um, Little tweaks. But it's episode one, I guess. It was just a little basic. Yeah. yeah. Maybe that's the safest uh, thing to say. Not bad, but not like not enough to win or like really stand out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Middle of the pack. Yes. Uh, so next we have Gothy Kindall, and she was from the 50s. I sort of agreed with Cheryl about the skin colored top. When she came down the runway, I was like really it made that outfit kind of in like not cohesive to me there was a lot going on like i don't i think that gothi's problem was whatever piece of clothing you put on you can't let it wear you and the confidence was just lacking like maybe it was just the weight of the competition that got to gothi and gothi was just kind of checked out and not fully into who gothi really is like maybe that's someone we're not going to meet right now but it just wasn't reading to me like it felt like she was hiding behind everything she had on or lack thereof like davina DeCampo or somebody said it looked like you're missing half your costume maybe that was cheryl hole actually yeah but it's like damn like you want to root for him but it's like shit <laughs> yeah there was <laughs> nothing there <laughs> it didn't look put together very well and i think like you said it was because of the like it just didn't fit with her skin tone or something like it just looked off because it was almost like she was trying to go for a nude look but it wasn't really i don't know it was weird to me Right. And and I think really what it comes down to with Gothi is that so she was very self-conscious about her teeth. And I think that led to her lack of confidence, which led to her being really in her head. Yeah. So she was like, oh, like the whole time, like, oh, I got to like have my moment. I got to bring it like I'm not like I haven't had my moment yet. And she was just like really in her head, I think, because like you could see it when she was walking in both looks and during the lip sync. You could really tell she's like, oh, and now I do this move and now I do this move and it looked very rehearsed and it wasn't all quite there for me yeah i completely agree i feel for gothy like again i don't want to make it seem like we're ragging on gothy it's just like could you imagine like i mean i've been there i've been in that position not on national television but in (laughs) other in other ways but it's not easy so our heart goes out to gothy it just wasn't gothy's time no she did look really like in that outfit you can tell like she wasn't cinched i don't think and she looked skinny like so skinny i was like wow yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) so that was something that stood out to me (laughs) so next we have scaredy cat who came out as baby queen elizabeth (laughs) 
<laughs> I thought this was fun. I thought it was different. Again, nobody thought to do anything like this. It was a risk. I think that paid off because it was executed as well as it was. Yeah, I thought it it was funny. I don't know how much I loved it. I didn't I was kind of in the middle for me. Um but I did think that <laughs> Stoney's hating. I'm not hating. I'm just <laughs> saying that like I liked the performance aspects of it, like when she was throwing the shoes and doing all this <laughs> stuff. So, yeah, extra as fuck. Yeah, for sure. I, I did like it. I think her personality really sold the look. It definitely made it a safe look. But but yeah, nothing really was too standout-ish. I think she did a really good performance, though. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So then lastly, we have Davina DeCampo. Uh, she came out as, you know, sort of like... Uh, I think it was called Order of the Garter, um, but she came out in this sort of like colonial looking outfit and then did a reveal into so sexy underwear with a garter on. Yeah, I wondered. Um, I mean, we appreciate a reveal, right? But I wondered if um, how true they wanted to stay to the theme. So I didn't know if that hurt or helped her. Definitely. So to move on, I think it is fair to quickly uh, discuss vinegar strokes and her moment in the untucked portion because I feel like I mean we are I was already on board with her but I felt like that really like helped me to bond with her and I really felt for her in that moment oh yeah it's always nice to see the queens open up on the show and I'm glad that we can see that side of vinegar this early on because I also think with the show you can get as cryptic as you want as far as like oh this is a winner's edit or oh this is they must be going home now because they're spilling all of their tea but I think that vinegar story is something that Drag Race UK is going to give us more of yeah for sure i mean i really i really liked it because you sort of get like the culture of the uk Mm -hmm. like all the girls were talking about how they're coming from really small towns there's not really much of a drag scene or or no gay scene at all so you can really tell their thirst for like this is what i want to do with my life i need to like make this moment into something this is my chance exactly yeah so i really Mm -hmm. felt for vinegar because you could really see how much she really wanted it and how much it meant to her and you know probably you know the same for all the queens i'm sure but you know in this specific moment we really saw vinegar kind of laid all out on the line yeah it's real it's honest that's that's the kind of person i want to know yes yes so the vivian won the challenge i know i was a little bit surprised i mean i think she did a good job but they ragged so hard on her wearing flats and then they had her win it was a little bit confusing (laughs) yeah i thought the same thing it was like you're gonna make all those notes excuse me and then you're gonna award the girl that wore no heels it was a little bit sus yeah i didn't understand that i didn't really agree with the judging this episode like i thought something wong should have one like no one else would have thought to do that fucking stamp thing yeah, yeah. i mean i thought I it was so got cool the bottom two right but definitely the winner was not right i thought it should have been something wong or i on- honestly thought crystal should have won and i like the vivian don't get me wrong the vivian was one of my favorites from the meet the queens episode if you've listened to that one listeners yes <laughs> remember don't come from my edges 
<laughs> so so then we find out that Gothy Kendall and Vinegar Strokes are in the bottom two, and they have to lip sync to New Rules by Dua Lipa. Mm-hmm. So I'd heard this song a couple times actually randomly on Spotify. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'd heard the chorus before. Once the chorus kicked in, I was like, oh yeah, I've heard this somewhere. Uh-huh. That's what happened to me. <laughs> it's like, oh, it's on this one playlist. Yeah, I I feel like it was sort of like a lackluster lip sync on both of the queens. So it's like a little bit disappointing, but also I think that the song's like was not the best like lip sync song. Like it's more like drama, but and it and it is like a pop song, but there was no really like it didn't really like there wasn't really like much upbeatness to it until like the bass dropped in the middle and then you saw Vinegar playing with her big titties. Yeah, it was definitely a trickier tune to lip sync to because you have to have that range of knowing what to do with a, a song like that. Like, of course, Vinegar is going to serve a song like this because all Vinegar has to do is find their footing, put that little personality on it, and it's sold. Whereas Gothy clearly looked like maybe she's strictly just a look queen. Like, uh, maybe Scaredy Cat, even having not performed a drag show ever, like maybe that would have looked better than what Gothy was giving us. So it just looked all over the place and disconnected and oh girl, like you can't dance, can you? Oh, that's so cute. Uh, <laughs> I'm cringing now. Well, she's just, um, Gothy's what, 21? So she's still like, you know, that, that twink, like that lost, like, you know, that the, the newborn deer that's sort of trying to find like, out how to walk you know on their newborn legs <laughs> this is a twink that needs um some beyonce youtube in their lives yes no i just felt like i was like watching like i don't know like somebody playing the sims and somebody was like trying to move <laughs> coffee around the stage <laughs> But it kept freezing. Yeah. The computer kept locking up. I don't know. I just feel like I always see like, it's like always like this tall skinny twink and they're always having like the hardest time like walking. I don't know. I don't know if that's the same like everywhere, but I just feel like I have that sort of like thing that I just always think of when I think of like twinks. I don't know. They can't walk. Tweaks can't walk. You heard it here first, ladies. Lots of scientific research to back this, but I'll... We'll talk about it later. Oh, God, Jamal choked on his white claw. Are you okay, girl? Ah! I was drinking my champagne, actually. Uh, I heard a can go down. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah. So, the lip sync went a little bit, uh, you know, lackluster. I did enjoy Vinegar's hair reveals i'm not sure where the glitter came in but i i enjoyed her spirit yeah i forgot about the wig reveals the judges seemed to really enjoy that so i'm glad that that was pulled off properly because you know those reveals it's it's hit or miss the glitter i agree i don't know where that was needed it felt kind of out of place but Mm -hmm. meh it's the lip sync for your life so you gotta pull all the tricks and stops right yes ma'am and then we find out that gothy kendall is the first to sashay away i think that uh she really made her mark on the show though i enjoyed her outro miss kindall miss kindall like that was so that was really like a smart choice are you sure like i felt like it was a little bitey yeah i crunched (laughs) well no i think it was like just like a cute homage to american drag race she was the first one out you know i think it wasn't like as impactful as Miss Vanjie, but Definitely I thought not. it was like a really cute nod to it and just sort of like a like 
you know, you can tell she's like a fan of the show. Yeah, I guess I'm being a little critical because I'm just like, you better serve it with the sass and the pow after what you just gave us this entire hour and two minutes. Yeah. I mean, I thought it was fine. I liked what she wrote on the mirror that she was UK's pork chop. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. I <laughs> so, did appreciate that. Yeah. I can see what you're saying, Seth, but I guess I just wasn't feeling it in the moment. Yeah. I mean, and to each their own for sure. I just think it's funny how like I end up basically like defending Gothi Kendall the whole first episode one, like after the Meet the Queens podcast. But, <laughs> you know, I have a soft place in my heart for a Gothi Kendall. So that's fair. We all have a soft spot in the iceberg that is our hearts. Yes. So yeah, so that is our first episode of RuPaul's Drag Race. We are going to go ahead and move into trade here. So I hope you guys are ready. Mmm, cakes. My favorite. Trade. Trade. Mm, trade. 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 All right, you guys. Welcome back to the hottest segment in all of podcast history trade hey trade hey girl should i make my trade the trade i had in portland or should i not Ooh, wild card trade i don't know flip a coin yeah girl it was some (laughs) hot twink trade i don't know it was pretty fun (laughs) (laughs) all right you guys let's do the actual real trade now i actually did pick trade for you guys this week that um you actually be able to see on instagram We are sticking on the twink theme, I guess you can say, Mm. and I picked a nice set of Caucasian twins for you guys. Ooh, double whammy. Yes. Buy one, get one free, girl. Double dong. Oh my God. It's a BOGO sale. (laughs) (laughs) Offer code TFC pod. Wait, which one's half off? Don't tell them. Uh, can't tell you. (laughs) (laughs) So my trades this week are Isaac and Andrew Nelson, the Nelson twins. Ooh, the Nelson twins. They're uh, a new follow for me. I just found them, but I've been kind of like obsessed the past few days that I've been following them. Uh, There are these cute little blonde twinkie boys, super skinny, tan, California, sunned. They live in Los Angeles. Yeah, sounds like a Cali boy look. Nothing wrong with that. Yes, girl. We got two out of two beach bums. (laughs) Mm, What kind? Okay, so two bums um, up. Oh my god! <laughs> that was my question, actually. <laughs> Trunks, board shorts, or like speedos? What's your style? Ooh, I see. Um, short trunks. Okay, I dig like trunks. definitely some thigh showing. I love that. That's what I wear. I wear trash bags to cover <laughs> as much of my horrible pasty body as possible. <laughs> I love wearing trash bags. <laughs> <laughs> horrible (laughs) hashtag trash drag (laughs) holy shit watch out you guys we need to coin that (laughs) yeah hashtag trash drag coming to a t-shirt near you (laughs) yes girl but i think i've embarrassed myself enough so i will ask one of you two to please tell us what is your trade of the week all right i'll let you know who mine is um my trade this week listeners is lando um check the show notes while you're you know showing your friends the show and where to follow and subscribe and rate us um you'll find his link there is it lando calrithian (laughs) no not this time (laughs) whatever i was close enough (laughs) 
<laughs> um, so, you know, straight to the point, this is an international go-go dancer. He is also <laughs> a Pisces, which... Oh, shit. Fun fact, Scorpios and Pisces, very compatible. So there might be something there, Stoney. I'm sorry. Interesting. You know, I'm not typically into super muscular dudes, <laughs> like bodybuilder types, but he's somehow very attractive. See, I was going to say, like, he's got, like... um the right amount of body hair of course but his muscles they're like natural so i think he's just lift weights and he's like lean but Ooh. he's just a little bigger like it's not bodybuilder chunky but yeah. he's just like it's very like healthy looking it's though. Not obnoxious yeah it's not obnoxious i'm into his couple femme looks he's posted yeah i was too and he's very versatile that way um not all of them are him naked but you know mostly shirtless you know the typical yeah. lifestyle gym Gym I like shots. his shirt that says straight out of the closet. Yep, that one I um, favored it, I think. Ha ha. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, I like this profile. He's a new follow for me, I'd say maybe within the last few weeks. So um, yeah, Lando listeners get to know him. What about you, Stoney? What's your trade, girl? So my trade this week is actually a... Um, he's the boyfriend to a former trade... <gasps> Again? Twist. Yes, Twins and a twist? Stoney is like infamous for picking like a trade and then like a few episodes later, his the trade's boyfriend. Oh my god! Yeah, like this is definitely like my stalking tendency. I'm like, oh my god, I'm stalking your life now. So Yes. <laughs> That's that Aries. As Ingrid goes west, girl. <laughs> so so the, pre- <laughs> the previous trade was the Ryan Cleary, which he was on the by life in on the UK, which was hosted by Courtney Act. Yeah. Oh, I remember that show. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Ryan Cleary's boyfriend is Trace Kennedy, which it says he was on the X Factor. I don't know if that was X Factor UK or X Factor in the US. I don't know. I never watched X Factor. He was in the uh, audition episodes, girl. You didn't see him very much. Okay. So he's probably like <laughs> the intro. Seth and I have the tea. Sorry, but- that was just shade. I, I, I can't tell you for sure. I mean, I have no idea, but basically I just love them because they're always posting pictures together and they're just very cute together. So they are handsome. And wow. Keeping in the theme with the UK, like he lives in the UK now, I think. So, um, damn, yeah. look at all those abs, girl. He's sexy. Yeah. So, yeah, that's ooh. dangerous. Those suit pictures. I don't think I would date him, though, because he did the face app challenge. So now Russia has all of his information. Oh, shit. Well, I did that, too. I guess the podcast is canceled. Yeah, we have to (laughs) cancel for our safety reasons for Jamal. (laughs) I'm going into witness protection. Bye. Bye. We have like a new host next week called like Lamal. (laughs) (laughs) Lamal. (laughs) It's just welcome to Night Vale. It's like the other side of the spectrum. Lamal. Yeah. That's like, funny. Hey guys, this is Lamal. It's like the jumbly voice. <laughs> like they were scrambling your voice. <laughs> that would be creepy as fuck. Hey, let's play a little game. Sorry in advance, listeners. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, you guys. Well, that's the show for this week. We hope you guys enjoyed episode one of RuPaul's Drag Race UK. Um, if you guys w- are waiting for it to come on to Logo, sorry, you'll have podcast to binge. <laughs> but 
Make sure to leave a review if you like our content and make sure to tell your friends, yes, especially please. you UK listeners. We're trying to go international, girl. That's right. Thanks for coming. Podcast.com at TFC pod on Twitter and Instagram. You can check out Facebook there. It might be a little dusty. I apologize. Twitter is way <laughs> more lit. So go there, but not before you subscribe. Thank you. Yes, y'all. Thanks for coming, everyone. We will see you guys next week. But until then... Bye. Bye.